a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Local Matters. Royalty today may seem to many, especially those of us who come from other countries, with no monarchy, as a rather outdated concept. However, on closer examination, no matter the country and sovereign, the monarch and their immediate family generally fulfill five objectives, if they do their job well, that is. They are symbols of national identity, unity and pride, stability and continuity, and easily fulfilled voluntary service. This week on Local Matters, we will examine how the Grand Ducal family has satisfied these necessities and if it has allowed them to keep their power intact. Early in this dynasty's familial line, the throne was jeopardized when, after the First World War, the public perception was that the royals had been German sympathizers. This divided the country and the Duchess was no longer able to be a symbol of unity and pride. Duchess Marie Adelaide was forced to abdicate in favor of her sister Charlotte. So, Duchess Charlotte, Marie Adelaide's younger sister, ascended the throne, and she had to actively embody Luxembourg's culture and tradition. She immediately developed the country's unity and pride after being sworn in by addressing the nation in their own national language, Luxembourgish. She was the first sovereign to ever do this, but this unity could have been disrupted by World War II. Due to Marie Adelaide's history, Duchess Charlotte had to show her disapproval of Nazi Germany's advancements. Unable to defend a small country militarily, the royal family fled the country. After four months of travel, Duchess Charlotte spoke to her citizens from the United Kingdom over a BBC broadcast. She spoke in Luxembourgish and said, Greetings from the bottom of my heart, which I am happy and thankful to be able to send to you. You know how much I would have liked to stay with you and share the worries and pains which the Germans have inflicted on our small country since the 10th of May. The well-being and future of our country has led me on a difficult path. After a long and careful consideration, we decided to go away. While it was difficult, this was a necessary step. And even though I know more than a few Luxembourgers disagree with that decision, and even though our enemies take advantage of my absence in every way, I have not regretted this step for a single moment. It has allowed me and the government to advocate freely for the rights and interests of our country in front of the whole world and of all the free nations. And today, the whole world will know about the injustice our country suffers under the Germans and the despotism the Luxembourgish people are subjected to. In September 1944, alongside Allied troops, Prince Felix and Prince John helped liberate the Grand Duchy. And on April 14, 1945, the Grand Duchess received a passionate welcome from her people, who viewed her as a symbol of freedom and a protector of Luxembourgish people and culture. This Luxembourgish unity and pride stemming from the monarchy has trickled down the generations. During World War II, Luxembourg saw a threat to their way of being without their sovereign. Because young students weren't allowed to learn or speak French, there is a whole generation who have never learned how to speak French in school. National identity is tied directly to the monarchy, specifically Duchess Charlotte, who is lovingly remembered by many. German Birgen is a Grand Ducal expert. 
She, she was the first one to really become very popular because of what she did during World War II and she created this national feeling. Uh, she was the figure of national solidarity and national nationality actually in a way. Uh, then her son participated in the liberation as I said and continued with this work and I think even in all monarchies uh, throughout the world you, you have people who are sometimes against monarchy but the vast majority of people in Luxembourg or local residents Luxembourgers I think are still very much in favor of, of the monarchy. They are also quite close to the public so it's not like in many other countries where they would be untouchables, you wouldn't see them. Here uh, if you live in Luxembourg you probably have seen them on the national day, they are very close uh, to, the, to the population. A becoming statue of her with outstretched arms embodies this image of a beloved mother figure. Luxembourg's biggest celebration and party is National Day. This patriotic holiday started as the Grand Duchess's birthday celebration and has morphed into a day of celebration for all Luxembourgish residents. The current ruling royals, Grand Duke Henri and Duchess Maria Theresa, dedicate their time to voluntary service work stemming from the precedent sent by his grandmother. During the war, Her Royal Highness Charlotte dedicated a fundraiser for Luxembourg in the United States. She also worked tirelessly to ensure the support of the Americans to the war effort. Her legacy is the creation of Ouvre Nationale du Secure Grand Duchesse. Today, Ouvre is financed by the National Lottery, financially supports projects that fulfill aspects of Luxembourgish society. The Grand Duke and Duchess developed their foundation in 1981, focusing on inclusion and integration. Most notably, in 2019, Duchess Maria Teresa held the Stand, Speak, Rise Up conference to bring awareness to victims of sexual violence. The family's intergenerational dedication to Luxembourg and charity work is attributed as the main reason the royals of Luxembourg are still around today. That was Local Matters every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on Ara City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on aracityradio.com.